Hello everyone, a very good morning to all of you. I hope everybody is in a pink mood. And uh, well, I am Shweta Gandhi, an IELTS trainer from Austin's group. I hope everybody is are in good mood. So today we are focusing on receptive skills. But before starting that, uh, I want to say that the festive season, uh, festive season is all around. And uh, everybody is, of course, in the positive mood, the sanguinity is there. But uh, I wish you all the best for your IELTS exam because side by side, you have to cover your IELTS exam also, right? So I am specifically giving you, wish you all the best for your IELTS exam. This positive season, this sanguinity will give your IELTS a very good balance, right? Well, today we are going to start with the receptive skills of IELTS. That means reading and listening. Before starting the reading and listening, you must understand what is receptive skills. Well, receptive skills, basically the receptor, that means the body, the particular organ of your body is actually getting the stimulus from outside. It absorbs the information and it reacts, your brain reacts, right? And uh, when your brain reacts, certain outcomes will be there in the form of reading, in the form of words, in the form of uh, vocabulary, in the form of something that you understand. And listening, what you are listening, you are just converting into your own language. Your brain is actually working and the sense of understanding you're giving to other person. So that is receptive. So in our IELTS exam, examiners uh, do test your these two modules because reading and listening is particularly the receptive are the receptive skills, but the writing and speaking are particularly the productive skills where you need to generate your thoughts, where you need to generate your ideas. But that productive method is something about you have to think about it. You have to manage your framework. You have to manage your mind and you have to generate ideas. But in receptive skills, whatever you're reading, whatever you're absorbing the information, you're just out through it, right? So receptive skills are basically those skills on which you have to work because they these skills are not just, uh, not just that require the time and the effort. It is all about what you are looking at what you are listening to that you have to copy it you have to give the answers examiners do actually want to test your reading and listening how you are good at it so please reading and listening and the best thing in that that you can achieve the maximum scores right so let's start well before starting again one thing i want to discuss that uh, after the finishing of this ppt We'll be having the question answers round. So meanwhile, if you're if you are having some questions, you can just start the you can just ask your questions in the question answer box. Do not come in, do not uh, write anywhere, just the question answer box will be there. You have to quote your questions there, and after the PPT, we will solve your queries. Okay, so let's begin. The first part of the uh, of my PPT is the receptive skills. Well, receptive skills is all about, again, whatever you're reading, whatever you're listening, you have to give proper answer. Well, talking about the reading part first, reading is completely the comprehensive part. Whatever you are reading, you have to understand it and you have to give the answers, right? In IELTS exam, total time limit will be 60 minutes, of course, you might know this thing. 
After that, what is the basic difference between the academic and general? Academic involves three reading passages in which you will be having three sections, it means. Three sections, one passage each. And in general, you'll be getting five reading passages. Now, how it is bifurcated as you'll be having again three sections, meaning the three sections are common for reading uh, academic and reading general. But in academic, you'll be getting one passage each. But in general, you'll be getting two passage in one section, two passage in uh, second section, and one long passage in third section. Total number of questions will be 40 questions. Okay, and the texts are taken from books, magazines, journals, and newspapers. So it is not like that, like they are creating, of course, they are creating, but actually they are taking from books and magazines, which are somewhere written by high authors and editors, right? Okay, well, moving ahead, you should understand how to manage time. Well, in reading, Many of the students are facing problem for, especially in the academic part, because the academic part is something related to high term vocabulary, high standard way of written expressions. So students might get or facing the problems regarding the passage, how to read it, how to understand it, how much time we have to devote. So passage one means section one, you have to devote 15 minutes. For the general candidates also, you have not at all, you should not give an extra time to uh, deliver your answers. So passage one is exactly for 15 minutes you have to devote. Passage two, you have to, again, not 16, not 17, but, but yes, the range would be from 15 to 17. You can devote your time 16 minutes. And you know, passage three, why you're devoting 25 minutes there? 25 minutes, you know, there is a big difference between 15 minutes and 25 minutes. Why? Because as you move on, level of difficulty increases. So. You know, passage one, you'll be getting easier task. Passage two, you have to read, you have to comprehend, you have to understand, you have to give the answers, but passage three requires lots of logical activity. You have to think it logically, answers are not direct. In all the three passages, you will not get direct answers. You'll be getting the paraphrase, the synonyms. So you have to understand it. So passage three, you have to complete, you know, you have to imply the logical connectivity of your ideas and you have to answer. And after that, you'll still be having like four minutes extra for transferring and checking your answers. So this is very important. Side by side, you'll not be given any extra time to transfer your answers because in this complete 60 minutes of uh, duration, you have to understand, you have to write the answers in your question booklet and simultaneously section by section, you can transfer your answers to the answer sheet. It's very important. If you're not doing time management, you'll be losing your vans. Time management is very important. Always try to do your practice in terms as you are having a complete set of your exam within one hour. Okay, so now next moving on to the next. Now, how you are judged by band scores. Band scores are very important. Let's look at for the reading scores. Reading scores are basically different for both academic and general, but yes, listening scores are common like listening scores are common so reading scores for academic if you want maximum 7.5 or 7 plus bands your answers must be plus 30 as there are 40 questions you have to make your answers correct up to 30 or 30 uh, sorry not up to 30 30 plus if you want to gain your bands 7 7 plus 30 30 plus similarly for the reading scores general task if you want to get if you want to have your scores 
seven, seven plus, you have to be very sharp. You have to be acute on that seven plus bands. You want to score 35 plus or 30. 34 plus right so there is a basic difference why why 35 and 34 or 34 and 35 is there in the reading general because reading for general is little bit easier but academic it is you know tough so cut off we can say right so that is called 30 if you want to score 7 plus 7.5 8 in fact, you go. You can say like, if you want to attend, attend that uh, eight, uh, eight bands, eight scores. So you have to attend most of the questions like thirty-five and thirty-five plus. Okay. So these are the band scores. You should understand like how many questions of yours are correct, how many of your end correct. So you have to understand that these are the band scores. According to that, you will get your bands right. So receptive skills. Seriously, guys, it's very easy because you are getting your uh, scores in your hand whenever you are practicing but yes of course writing and speaking they do require other person to judge but reading and listening they are the they are these are those modules you can command on it right okay talking about the general tips for reading well everything in IELTS is all about you have to pre-plan your structure then you have to write and then you have to produce your thoughts and then you have to post plan so Whenever you're going for reading, how you have to do the reading part. So before the exam, you must be familiar with the instructions and for the different question types. So can so you can quickly glance at the questions and know what to do. Right. It's very simple. If you are completely familiar, what kind of questions are there? A well, number of questions are there. Uh, for example, uh, match the heading is the one of the toughest parts for the students. Like generally they are saying, generally they say so. Match the heading over, next uh, map diagram, next MCQs, then, you know, you should be familiar with all the types of questions, then read as much, much as possible. If you're not reading, you will not understand what kind of question it is, how you can comprehend. Work on your reading skills, such as guessing the meaning of unknown words. See, for example, many of the students, like we are not at all the dictionaries. We, you know, if you're asking question to me, what is the meaning of this word? Maybe it is such uncommon word that, you no, know, sometimes trainer also get confused that what could be the meaning? So it is not like that. If you're not knowing that vocabulary means you're not good at reading or you're not good at understanding. It's not like that. Somewhere down the line, if you are getting that word, just read the line, whether it is of the positive tone or the negative tone. So you can understand whether the word is related to the positivity or the negativity. So right, work on your reading skills and such working on your skills will uh, enhance your uh, capability of understanding the words, right? So please do these three things specifically. You have to read as much as possible. You have, to family, you have to be familiar with the instructions, whatever the instructions they are giving, for example, no more than two words, no more than one word, and uh, or a number, of course. So you have to work on it. Next, moving ahead, read newspaper and articles. Now, how can you improve your reading? It's one of the best tasks, and trust me, it's easy if you are good at it. If you are not, means somewhere you are lacking in your reading section. If you don't have the habit of reading, just start it. You have to initiate it. 
read articles, read newspapers. I'm not saying just you have to read the newspapers fully. No, you have to just read one article daily. You have to read it, understand it, then uh, create it in your own language. By this, you'll be adding that vocabularies which are you which you have read on the newspaper, right? So, right, it is all about you have to read newspaper just because you should get the minor understanding of the reading passages. Number one, dividing the content into facts and opinions. You have to understand how you can divide the things into facts because this is the fact, this is the opinion. Where the author is giving your, uh, where the author is giving opinion, you should understand because somewhere in the writing content also you have to mention your opinion. So in how, in what way you can give the judgment is also important. So reading it gives everything regarding your it it will enhance your listening part, your speaking part, and your writing part. So divide it. Whenever you are reading, just ask your question like this is the fact, this is the opinion. Finding the topic sentence of the paragraph. Topic sentence is all about what you are having the information, the detailed information, the paragraph, you will be getting that idea by reading the first two lines of the paragraph. Whether the paragraph is of the positive tone, whether the paragraph is of the negative tone, whether it's talking about the future, it's talking the past, it's talking the present. So it's all about topic sentence will give you the clear understanding. So always try whenever you are doing the comprehension part or the passage part or whenever you are reading the newspaper articles, you should you should, you know, you have to take care of all the points. Well, this is the fact. Okay, this is the opinion. Okay, well, this is the topic sentence. Topic sentence is all. Well, this paragraph is completely saying this to me. Writing summaries, of course. It's very important if you are writing in your own language, you will be, you know, developing the thoughts. You will de developing that habit of writing. So, summaries, summary writing will enhance your skills of better understanding, where you're actually forcing yourself to add new vocabularies, interpreting any diagram or tables, of course, no? just looking at the table and just looking at the diagram will not be understanding that. Well, what this diagram is for that you have to have the clear view of the diagram, go to the passage, read the passage and that the process will be there. So you can understand the proper diagram or the tables accordingly. Okay. Thinking of headings, you could give to the paragraphs, of course, like, uh, see, uh, heading matching is a very important task. Again, I'm telling because match the heading is that particular section where students are facing a number of problems. And I will not suggest you that just, you know, skim and scan. If you are getting the passage of match the heading, just read it properly without wasting time for that you have to manage your time you have to speed you have to read fast so uh, so that you will get the crux you will get the crux of that and by looking at the crux you'll be able to match the heading you will be given a list of headings and the paragraph a b c d e you have to match that which paragraph what's saying that which list is uh, directly implied to that paragraph okay Underlining the pronouns and working out what they refer to, of course. You have to read the paragraph, underlining the keywords. Again, it's important, very important. So you have to underline the pronouns and you have to work on that. Underlining unknown words and seeing if you can work out what they mean. Unknown words. Unknown words, of, of course, such kind of words we can say like idioms. It will be having uh, vocabulary, it will be having some uh, phrasal verbs will be having. So you, you have to underline that, which you the words which you don't know. So uh, after that, if you 
uh, judge that word, or if you find out the words in the dictionary, you will be getting that, okay, this word means this. So it will be very easy for you. Reading the first paragraph and seeing if you can predict what will come next. Of course, reading the first paragraph, just by reading it. And, and seriously, it's my uh, request to you that always do not try to attempt that skimming and scanning process. Of course, you have to somewhere, but skimming and scanning is only for those students who are very good at this. But if you are naive, if you are fresher, you have to read the first paragraph properly in order to get the gist of that, what the complete passage is all about. By reading the first paragraph as an, as an introduction, you'll be getting the idea. So read it properly, students, because it's very important, okay? Work on your vocabulary. Of course, you have to work. Daily five words you have to learn. And uh, like it's not about the basic words you have to learn. No, you have to learn some unusual words. So write down daily five uncommon words. Make the copy of that. So that side by side, your uh, speaking content uh, will be like generating. You will be generating a speaking content also because you'll be having vocabulary. Do as many, uh, many practice tests as you can because it's very important. If you are practicing, practice makes a man perfect. And if you are practicing, you'll be by default getting your understanding level increase, right? So please do practice. Uh, it's very important. Okay, students, I hope you're enjoying this. And uh, furthermore, I am, um, I will be like, uh, I already told you that if you have any query, please do uh, uh, just quote your questions. The question answer box will be replied later words. Well, next. A strategy to enhance reading comprehension and memory improvement. See, memory improvement, how you can how you can repair your memory, how you can improve it. Read any academic text twice, highlight or underline the new words simultaneously. See, if you are very fresher, if you are completely naive, do not attempt it completely. Do not attempt 40 questions. You know, here I am going to start my reading test and now I'll be having that one hour. And then in that one hour, you'll be going to complete that 40 questions. Because if you are naive, you are not at all able to complete the task. So first, you have to make the grip. And for that, you have to read the, you have to read the passage twice. You have to highlight it. You have to underline it. So slowly, slowly, you'll be getting the understanding, like you have to work on passage one for a few days, then you have to work on passage two for a few days. So read it, read as much as you can, because no one time reading, you'll be getting the basic understanding. Uh, okay, not basics, I will say it's superficial understanding, because it is just about you are getting the thoughts, what the passage wants to convey you. Then by second reading, you'll be getting the particular Okay, this is the passage and this is what I have to refer. Then try to guess the meaning of the new words by using context. You have to guess the meaning of the new words. No, again, I already told you that, that just try to interpret the words. Okay, it cannot be exact, but at least you have to catch whether it is a positive or a negative meaning. For example, you know, I just told you that you have to read the tone of the passage, not passage, but a complete line if you're stuck where there is a word if you're not if you do not understand that word please just read the line by reading the line you'll be getting the understanding okay this is the positive tone or this is the negative tone so by reading that you'll be getting the view okay this vocabulary is negative getting so for example the scandal had a detrimental effect on his reputation of course the scandal who says the scandal is positive of course it's a bad result so by looking at that word scandal everybody like is aware that what scandal is. So scandal is all about 
this is a negative uh, negative uh, controversy we can say so scandal is by, by default it's negative and it's a detrimental effect means harmful effect right or it's a bad effect or a negative effect or a damaging effect so by looking at the statements we can aware of whether we know the vocabulary or not we should understand that this particular vocabulary will give you the uh, proper condition of proper way of dealing with your statements okay next IELTS readings, IELTS reading do's. Now, I'm not going to talk about don'ts because what you have to do is important, right? So reading, very important do's. Just follow this pattern. Start your IELTS reading practice with easier text. Don't go with heavier, bulky texts, no. You have to start your reading with the proper, similar, uh, proper, easier, and you know, very moderate level of tests. Do not attempt heavy tests. Do not attempt uh, big tests. Now, slowly and gradually you'll increase to that level. Get familiar with the different types of questions. There are complete uh, round of eight to nine types of uh, IELTS reading questions are there. So if you are familiar with particular that type of questions, one by one, you will be getting the idea of how to solve it logically. That will improve your strategy also. Because like, for example, if I'm saying true, false, not given, particularly the topic is, the type of question is true, false, not given. So in that true, false, not given, true is like everybody knows what true is, but false and not given is particularly the type of question, the particular type of logical thinking where you'll be stuck. Why I should write here false and why it is not given. So slowly and steadily, you will be getting the idea at what the basic difference between false and not given. Pay attention to headings, titles, underline or italicized words, graphs or tables. You have to give your attention to particular introductory parts, titles, what your paragraph is all about. Do not write like that only just we have to cover the task. No, no. By doing, for example, out of 40 questions, if you are doing 30 questions, 35 questions, it's fair enough because if you are doing it correctly, you'll be getting that complete balance because there is no negative marking in it. So by doing only that 30, 35 questions, if you're getting 30, 35 bands, means you are perfect in your reading. No, if you're doing that in the exaggerated way, no, I have to do all that. But if you're not applying that proper idea and the proper linking of their thoughts, you'll be getting out of 40 might be or it'd be getting 28, 26. So rather than doing such things, just don't force yourself to do it correct. So speed, it doesn't matter. Speed matters, but the quality is also, like quality is also important, okay? Then read the instructions carefully and take note of how many words you are allowed to write. Instructions are very important. For example, if I'm saying the Empire of Akbar, the Empire of Akbar is the answer according to you by reading the passage. And the instruction is uh, no more than three words. Then what will you do? The Empire of Akbar. There are four words here, the Empire of Akbar. Then what you do? You have to write the Akbar's Empire. You have completed your task. No more than three words. So no more than three words are very important. Because in the passage, it's been mentioned that the Empire of Akbar, but you are writing the Akbar's Empire because now here you'll be getting bans here, here the answer is right because you have converted that four word answers in your own language in, the in, the, in three words, okay? Read the questions first and guess the answers before reading. Read the questions and guess the answers because what is that? 
Like read it and you'll understand. Read the question and understand the text is important. Like this is my personal preference, so do what works for you. Well, what I do, I read the questions first, then go to the passage, then just having the quick glance of it and then come to the question and just I, I have that judgment, whether the answer is getting the positivity, the positive tone or the negative tone. So by looking at that, like it's completely up to you whether it uh, whether you are going for the questions first or the answers first, uh, sorry, or the passage first. So. Uh, what I do generally, I have the I have the basic glimpse of the questions because I should understand like this passage involves such types of questions. For example, MCQs or the fill in the blanks or some type, some types like the map or diagram. So I have to understand what type of questions the examiner wants to ask me. And by looking at the questions, now I'll read the passage accordingly. Okay. So accordingly, you have to work. So it is up to you whether you are going to read first the passage and then go to the questions or vice versa. Learn to skim and scan properly. Now, this is the monotonous process of the reading. Everybody is saying the skim and scan it. But actually, if you are not getting the proper idea, it's seriously uh, not worth it if you are doing skimming and scanning. Now what's skimming scan? Scan means you are getting the proper keywords, you are underlining it, you are having the idea, you are uh, you know underlining the keywords plus the dates, plus the nouns, plus the verbs, you are underlining it because you think that under this thing, under the criteria of like reading and underlining, we'll be getting that okay my answer will be like this. Maybe yes, or of course it is yes, but somewhere for the new students, for the freshers, there is no. Skim is all about, you have to just read it, you have to understand it, that what this passage is all about. Do not read word to word. Do not read it. Because if you are reading in that sense, the time management, you will not be able to manage time. This is this particular skimming scanning process I am specifically referring to those students who are actually, they are in the condition of giving the IELTS exam like in 15, uh, 15 days or 20 days because they are completely aware of what is giving and scanning. But people, if you are completely fresher, try to read the passage first, make that first passage completely understand by reading it twice, thrice, and after that, We'll be moving to next question. So skimming and scanning is all about quick glance of the passage with a quick glance of the vocabularies and uh, simultaneously you'll have the answers very quickly. But for the new students, you have to work hard because just reading that passage one time, two time, you'll be developing your understanding capabilities. Save more time for the last passage. This last text is most difficult. Therefore, I'm telling you, you have to give 25 minutes to your third passage. So try to avoid, try to uh, do not give maximum time for the first and second passage. You have to be very peculiar for the time. You have to be very precise because if you're not, you'll be losing because you're not going to attempt then passage three in the IELTS exam. So IELTS exam is all about, you have to uh, cover the questions appropriately. But if you don't have time, if you are not managing your speed, you'll be losing that. Okay. Look out for symbols of keywords in the questions. Keywords, very important. Always try to underline the keywords. Take care of your spellings. See, for example, if the passage is writing gardens and you are writing your answer as garden, you'll lose your balance. 
because the answer, the correct answer is gardens. So make the note that singular plural form is also important. Use the correct form of verb, walk, walks. So whatever, what the word is written in your passage, you have to copy and paste it. Do not follow your own notion. Do not follow your own idea, please. Okay. Pay attention to the word limit in the question. Drop a word or two if necessary to comply with this instruction. We have already done with this. Reread the question and your answer. Reread the question by no by looking at this once, twice, thrice. We'll be getting that. Oh yes, I I am perfect with the answer. And slowly you will be getting that uh, practice. Okay. Practice without the answers given to you. Know your weakness and learn from your mistakes. Do not you know, cheat yourself. Do not cheat on you because uh, while practicing, it is it is the most important key because if you are practicing, you'll be getting the idea how many bands you can score. So weakness, try to you know, avoid your weakness like by, by looking at the answers, you will be familiar. Okay, I'm not, get, I'm not getting an answer. Let me check this. No, you are not authorized to do, that, to do that okay so try that you will be giving your practice test honestly so that in IELTS exam you'll be getting good bands my all aim is to make you understand in order to get good bands develop your speed reading skills by copying and pasting the text here okay so you have to develop your speed reading skills if you are not you'll be losing your bands please number one thing reading is very important because it is one of the best receptive skills. Why? Because by reading, you will be getting the understanding that how examiners will judge you. How examiner wants that by reading, uh, by reading module, he is actually judging your capability of adopting the answers and how you are, uh, you are throwing the back, you are throwing your answers back to the answer sheet. This is very important. So it's not about, okay, I have just read it. And uh, I am just matching the keyword and okay, this is the answer. No, you have to be very precise to your answers. You have to be very keen, like do the reading in an appropriate manner. Always follow the instructions. The question types you should know. Uh, the basic strategies, like you have to manage your time, the instructions and the sections accordingly. And do not like some people or many students often uh, ask the query, whether should I solve the passage number three? Well, you can, but according to me, if you go slowly and steadily by passage one, passage two, passage three, it will be a good thing that you will be, you know, under, your understanding level is, you know, uh, significantly increased. So try to do that in the systematic form. Do not go in hush, do not go in that, you know, I'll do that, do that, do not create that, you know, messy feeling inside you so that you will be like, you will be then after that, you'll be pathetically uh, demoralized. Do not do that. It's very important. Just look at the things. Proper understanding, proper instructions. Give the answers. You'll be getting good bands. So I hope you'll be getting good bands in reading. And uh, it's very important. Okay. Well, talking about the listening part. Listening is all about what you are listening. You have to write your answer simultaneously. The total time limit is 40 minutes and 40 minutes is not completely that 40 minutes in which you are listening continuously for 40 minutes. No, you are listening your test up to 30 minutes and then 10 minutes will be given to you after that where 
10 minutes, in that 10 minutes, you have to transfer your answers to the answer sheet. Okay, so basically your test time taken limit is 30 minutes. In that 30 minutes, you'll be get, you'll be having that question paper with the blanks. And uh, as soon as the listening test gets started, you have to make your concentration at the zenith. You have to listen it properly. You have to concentrate properly. And then whatever you are listening from the audio clip, you have to copy the answers in that blanks. Okay, so total number of questions are 40. There are four sections in that and each section contains 10 questions. So you should understand that listening is also one of the important receptive skills in which the examiner wants how appropriate you are when he is asking the question and you are narrating that question, that answer in your own language by reading the instructions. So you are in that limit also that instructions are also there. So instructions plus listening absorption plus comprehension of that absorption plus just giving the answers okay next again these are the band scores for the listening and this is common for academic and general listening test is important and common for academic and general so if you if you want that you want to achieve 7.5 or 8 bands your answers must lies around answers must lie around 8 uh, 35 plus questions okay next types of listening uh, you are getting four sections and in these four sections, you'll be having different type of uh, topics. In section one, you'll be getting one topic. In section two, you'll be getting other topic. In section three, other topic. And in section four, other topic. So types of listening, how, like what are the basic type of questions you'll be getting, number one thing. And number two thing is that, uh, what are the topics you are get, uh, getting? So number one, section one, is all about you will be having everyday English conversation. Simple questionnaire form is in, uh, will be in front of you as section one, where you will be having that 10 questions. And that questionnaire form is simply about uh, various uh, question round. It's simply that, for example, want to go to the movies, right? So if you, uh, so if you are asking to the person, or to your friend that let's go for a movie. What time suits you? So these are the basic questions in that and your uh, friend is replying. Okay, we'll go at 10. No, no, no. Uh, on uh, like at 10 o'clock, I'll be having meeting. Let's postpone it to 11 o'clock. So their answer must be not 10, it's 11. So everyday English conversation, the basic talks you'll be getting in the section one. Where, for example, if I, uh, if I want to ask uh, something I have a query about the traveling and I am talking about my uh, talking about my traveling destination to the uh, from the advisor so what he is giving me the suggestions what are the questions I am putting forward and basic questions I am getting answer this is all about section one section two is monologue monologue means one person talking about a specific topic only one person is there and he or she continuously speaks about one of the topic and according to that you have to listen to the monologue in your question round section two you'll be having the blanks and you have to fill it simultaneously and for example the benefits of public transport so any particular topic they will pick and they will just you know start speaking about that and you have to understand it conversation section three 
conversation of two four people in an academic setting uh section 3 is uh, i can say like it is the question type in section 3 is mostly uh multiple choice questions because here three four uh three four people talk with each other uh, regarding any of the academic uh, setting for example a professor is there and four students are there so they are talking related to some presentation so somewhere they are asking questions to one another somewhere they have query somewhere they are doing some event or what kind of things if you are if you if they are uh, like putting into you have to listen it and you have to answer that and specifically in section 3 you will be getting that mcq because all the three options will be there in the mcq and you have to understand that what people which people is saying which particular or uh, language okay the best way to give a presentation in class for example the topic will be the best way to give a presentation in the class so they are discussing for that last section 4 is monologue on an academic topic again monologue is there but yes monologue is something related to the academic part where what is the difference between the section 2 and section 4 both are monologue but in monologues in section 2 you'll be getting the specific topic and it's not specifically related to the academic but in section 4 monologue specially uh, surrounds the academic topic for example the university lecture where the lecture is all about marketing online so this is a kind of topic you might be having so by reading that you have to be very uh, under your, your understanding level is that no again i'm repeating that you should be at summit whenever you are doing that listening because you you are not allowed to distract yourself and if you are distracting you will be skipping your questions and once you skip your questions it's it will take the time if you are not at all familiar with the listening part so try not to lose your concentration okay next listening tips at the beginning of each section read the questions for that section carefully of course you'll be having that time that in listening test they will give you time to read the questions before they start no uh, uh, that playing that audio clip so before that before the recording starts this will help you to follow the recording and identify the answers it's it's mandatory whenever you are reading the questions just underline the keywords and if you are underlining the keywords and the keywords are specifically the nouns and verbs if you are underlining nouns and verbs you will be getting the idea that what the question is all about and whenever the audio clip is going on your your understanding level your comprehension will automatically inclined towards that oh that's the keyword i have just underlined and by understanding the line easily you will be able to fetch your answer is that clear so always try to underline the keywords you know at the beginning whatever the time they are giving to you you your important thing is you have to read the question properly and you have to understand it and you have to underline it so that you will be getting the idea what the question is all about next after completing a section it is better to look ahead and read the questions for the next section than then to worry about the last section now see many of the students do these mistakes that you know 
they will give you a good time that this is the completion of the section one. Now you will have 30 minutes to uh, recheck your answers. And uh, then after that, they will again give you 30, sorry, 30 minutes, sorry, 30 seconds to recheck your answers, sorry, and 30 seconds further so that you can uh, read the questions ahead. But you know, this is a trick. You have to catch this trick that they are giving you 30 seconds to recheck your answers. But why to recheck? It's fine. It's, it's finished. And they will not play the recording again. So why to worry for that? You have now completely around 45 seconds to go to the next question, to go to the next section, read the questions properly, underline it, and have the feeling of understanding the questions so that although if you have missed your some questions in the previous section, you'll be covering it in the next sections by gathering more answers there. So do not worry about that. If one of the part is missing, it's fine. You have other three sections to complete it, okay? Now you'll sometimes have a list of options to choose from as answers. The possible answer may be listed in alphabetical order and not necessarily in order you will hear them. Uh, it is a kind of multiple choice. For example, a question is given where you'll be having five options and uh, within these five options, uh, you will be having that chance that you have to pick three answers or you have to pick two answers. So it's not mandatory that the answer will come in the, uh, in the uh, series form, in the sequential order. No, it will not. Sometimes, yes, but maximum time, no. The answer will be like, for example, if I, having, if I am having the topic and I'll be having the five options, A, B, C, D, E, maybe in the listening clip, they will start that uh, my answer first lies in maybe D, then it comes to C, then it comes to E. So maybe my answer is, uh, you can write in the either form, it's fine, okay? You can write in any order, like D, C, E, or C, D, E, or E, D, C, it's fine, it's not an issue. But the important thing is, you do not have that uh, mental, mental, uh, no, mental uh, condition that, okay, my answers will be lie in the order. No, it is not like that. Okay, next is be careful to note word limits. Again, 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 it's very important to read the instructions carefully, especially in listening. Because if you're not getting that, how will you be in that limit to get good bands? So read the instructions properly. For example, if the instruction is write no more than two words, writing more than two words will mean you will receive no marks at all for your answer even if some of the words were correct, okay? So be, uh, pay, have patience, do not worry, do not think like you are, uh, you are, like you are feeling that high, you are very hyper and you have that anxiety level, no. Have patience, read the instructions, read the questions, simultaneously have the answers, okay? Try to listen for keywords or synonyms, it's very important. IELTS is all about paraphrasing. What is paraphrase? Paraphrase is all about rewrite your answers or you know, rethink your answers in your own language, whatever the topic is given. It's all about using synonyms. So try to listen for the keywords or synonyms. For example, if my question paper has uh, priority, for example, the word is priority, and if I'm getting in the audio clip as preference, so priority and preference, both are same. 
So it's my, you know, understanding level. Okay, priority and preference. Same. So that is why I have to get that word into my mind. I have to understand it. Accordingly, I have to answer it. So try to listen for keywords or synonyms, words that are the same, nearly the same meaning or another word from the question to help you identify the answer. For example, in the recording, you might hear she likes going to the gym and playing tennis. Maybe in the recording, you'll be having that uh, line. She likes going to the gym and playing tennis. On an answer sheet, this could appear as she's an active person. Ultimately, the things are same. She's an active person means she likes to go to gym and play tennis. Okay, so you have to understand the gist that this and this are same. If there are questions you cannot answer, leave them. If there are questions you cannot answer, of course, some of the questions might be uh, might because of the distractions. It like it gets skipped. So do not worry. Do not leave them. Make the guesswork. Okay. You and move on to the next question. Okay, okay, okay. Sometimes if during the reading, sorry, during the listening, if some of the question or one, two questions, because of the distraction, you just skipped, okay? Do not worry about that because you have already underlined the nouns and verbs. So if you skipped that uh, one question, leave it, it's fine. Come to the next question where you'll be getting that keyword that you underlined. And at the instant, the listening clip will give that keyword. And again, you will have the connectivity to the next question. This is the very importance of the you know, underlining the keywords because keywords will give you the reconnectivity to your question. If any, if one question gets kept, it's fine. Come to the next question and follow your order. Okay, so it's very important. Somewhere in the answer sheet or somewhere that question is skipped. Okay, so try to remember that this question is skipped because in your answer sheet somewhere it happens that for example, one, two, three, four, five, six, you have done the answers correctly. Seven also, eight also, but in nine question, you just you know, miss the answer. You have missed it. Now, ninth answer is missed. Then again, you got your connectivity at 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, but in your answer sheet, if you, you know, for, if you forgot to write that answer, that in ninth question, you have skipped that answer and you are writing that 10th answer on 9, then 11th answer on 10, 12th answer on 11. So at the end, you will find that 40th question you will be getting at 39th position. You're getting the point. So if you are, what, what happened will, what happened is, no, although you have given your answers correctly, but by quoting it in answer sheet in the wrong way, your all you no know, all efforts will be going in vain. Just because ninth question you have skipped and you have not written anything, and just because of that, after that the ten minutes you will not be given extra time. So no, copying the ten questions itself takes. 10 minutes or seven minutes. But after that, when you realize after coming to 40th question, oh, my 40th answer is missing, although I have written. But when, it, when you realize your mistake and you will even not having that enough time to erase it and rewrite. So try to avoid that mistake. Okay. So whenever you skip the answer, just like it, whatever, or just get the hyphen there because this 
makes you understand okay this part is skipped okay next listen carefully for words which indicate which stage of the recording you are listening listen carefully whether the answer lies in the firstly my next point to sum up you have to understand the basic connectors because this indicates the stages of the recording where the particular speaker like the speaker is going in which sense like firstly the conditions are that secondly or my next point is that and to sum it means to end these words will help you identify which question you have reached okay suppose in your uh, section 4 you will be having number of topics now in one topic they they will give a number of sub topics so like my firstly like firstly means the first topic is there my next point is the next one and the sum up is the ending so you have to under, it will like it will give you clear understanding of it, of your uh, comprehension as you listen to the recording cross out options that don't fit this makes it easier for you find the right answer specifically uh, in mcqs multiple choice questions and uh, specifically i can say for um, Mm, again, that the one topic and the again five question, five options are there. You have to choose two, three. So here, by looking at the options, if you if you are getting that understanding, okay, this uh, maybe this sentence is wrong. Just give it a wrong. Okay, don't wait for the next line. What she is telling, okay, because if you are doing it that instantly, you'll be getting that idea. Okay, you are deleting the options which are not at all required there. So try to. Uh, imply the strategies try to interpret the logic so that as soon you are doing such kind of strategies slowly and steadily you will increasing the proper condition of getting good marks if you are writing dates as an answer it's very 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 important how to write dates if you are writing dates as an answer to any question remember that there are several correct ways to write them there are several correct ways to write them 24th april april 24 and 24 april both are uh, like all the trios are correct okay like you can write as 24th or april 24 or 24 april so do not do not get confused like how to write this it's very easy okay as for example if she's saying 24th april you can write in that way she's saying april 24 you can write in that way she's saying 24 april you can write in that way okay next keywords and synonyms how to get into the things like how to connect whatever the things in your questionnaire and whatever the thing question form and whatever the things you are listening so keywords and synonyms for example more prepared to learn more prepared to learn it means more willing to learn the prepared and willing the same thing so you have the better understanding like prepared and willing are the same tend to save for Tend to save for means you are more likely to save for. Okay, left alone when they are old, left alone when they are old, left without a partner in old age. Ultimately, what I am giving you, I am giving you the clear view that whatever the things, if you are getting in your question forms, in a question uh, paper. you will be getting the synonyms in the audio clip in this form so i am giving you just the examples how you can uh, tend among the things okay so like left alone when they are old left alone alone means you do not have a partner okay so left without a partner in old age next develop their confidence develop their confidence you are lacking the confidence and you have to overcome this ultimately you are developing your confidence again 
attend classes means enrolling on courses a high proportion of at least 70% of so ultimately now this is the way you are getting the idea okay how to uh, understand the keywords now more do's and don'ts more do's and don'ts last both us and uk spelling are correct you can use either but according to me i want to give you a suggestion that us and uk spellings are correct but try to use for example if you are using the british form of language try to use it only one form of language because you know somewhere you are adding us spelling somewhere you are adding uk spellings it will create that you no know, like it, it will create that proper like i will be being an examiner i am getting that somewhere you are writing in you know, british english somewhere you are writing you know us english so it's like messy so examiner might get distracted okay correct spelling correct spelling is required you lose marks if you can't spell your answer right okay so correct spelling is required it's very important like again if i am saying that if if you want to write park because the listener no if you like want to write uh, if you have written park but the correct answer is parks so without adding s the singular plural mistake will hamper your plans so write the spellings properly names etc you have to spell it properly as per the conversation all formats for writing dates etc are acceptable all standard abbreviations are acceptable example asap so these are the do's and don'ts for the listening now the most important thing i want to convey that now um, some of the students like uh, few days before one of my students was facing problem related to the headphones like his head his uh, headphone was not working so because of that you know that headphone was not working and uh, he raised the question he asked the question to the examiner please you know repair it and at the moment the examiner or the person who was uh, who was there he came and just repaired the question there uh, repaired that headphone there but uh, after you know meanwhile in the listening part his headphone was again that great his headphone was again get disturbed and just because of that he was unable to clear the listening part he was again, uh, he was in that dilemma like whether to raise question whether to ask to the examiner like my headphone is not working in the proper condition please raise your hand please ask the examiner or like you know you have to raise your hand so that you can transfer your uh, condition to them them or they will because it's not your mistake it's heads it's headphone is if not working it's not your mistake so please be aware of everything do not get that panic situation around you don't be surrounded by that because if the proper technology is not working it's not of your fault right it's not your fault so please raise your hand headphone is not working check it before you start your examination because just a silly mistake will ends your ielts exam okay so try to understand everything reading writing everything now we'll be having the question answers round because now our ppt is completely now finished let's start maybe the students are asking some of the questions like we can add s in brackets the first question 
he's asking, we can add like Deepam. He's asking the question, we can add S in the brackets. No, you cannot. Because, you know, it is not a good way to convey your answer if you are writing that. Okay, so try to that, uh, try to avoid that things. If you are uh, in that condition, whether you are in dilemma, whether you are uh, like you want to add S or you are not, don't want to write S, do not write in bracket. The simply you can answer your things directly. Okay, so next question, like if you are do not reading the instructions, okay, and uh, you are writing just like that only. If if it will be it will be hampering your IELTS scores. Okay. The next question is: Is it possible to write the uh, two words if you are getting, for example, university and campus? If you are getting an audio clip and you are writing university and campus, do do you can write the same answers, two answers for the same question? No, you can just write one answer for the same answer, for the same question, okay? So although you are in that condition that you are uh, having that things, uh, you are knowing that maybe the two answers are okay, no, but you have to write only one answer because maybe the instructions, or only you have to give one answer. So read the instructions properly, answer the things properly. I hope you have enjoyed all my things. And uh, for further queries, of course, you can uh, ask me anything regarding your questions. Well, students, ask your questions, raise your queries. If you have any doubts, any queries, just give a shot and I will solve your query. Well, yes, spellings are important. If you miss the spellings, you cannot get good ones. Okay. Okay, students. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have enjoyed. Okay, we'll be coming with the more videos, with the more, you know, uh, clearing your queries. Thank you. Thanks a lot.